Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jeff and Andy were two ordinary guys who were fed up with overpriced razors and started Harry's to fix shaving. Harry's knew there was only one way to ensure quality, so they bought their own factory. By taking less profit, Harry's offers great quality products for a fair price. Their amazing quality blades are almost half the price of the leading five-blade brand. Harry's trial set includes everything you need for a close, comfortable shave. Weighted ergonomic handle, five precision-engineered blades with a lubricating strip, a trimmer blade, rich lavering shave gel... And travel blade cover. Get started shaving with Harry's today by claiming your trial set for just £3.95. Support the podcast and go and get your trial set delivered to you today. Which of course includes a razor handle, five blade cartridge, foaming shave gel and travel blade cover. That's right, you can get all that by going to simply www.harrys.com forward slash spurs. Right now, that's harrys.com forward slash spurs and enjoy the product come on you spurs dwi'n golchi fy nwylo i ddiogelu fy nheili dwi'n gwisgo gorchi ddwyneb i ddiogelu fy ffrindiau dwi'n cadw pellter i ddiogelu fy nhydweithwyr dwylo wyneb pellter dwi'n golchi fy nwylo i ddiogelu pobl ddieithr dwi'n gwisgo gorchi gwyneb i ddiogelu teithwyr eraill dwi'n cadw pellter i ddiogelu di dwylo wyneb pellter Wrth ni dreulio mwy o amser dan do, mae angen ni'n ei wneud beth bynnag gallwn ni helpu diogelu yn gilydd. Felly, plîs, golchwch eich dwylo, gorchuddiwch eich wyneb, cadwch eich pellter. On the hunt here to try and win it, unconvincing from Manchester United, and Tony Mdombele has levelled the game! What a massive moment for the Frenchman! And what a start to this game inside the opening four or five minutes. Uh, Kane is caught by... Maguire and he thinks quickly and he sets away Son. It's the old combination again and it's worked for Spurs. Remarkable as Shinmin Son, a surprise starter, makes it 2 1. Anthony Taylor is pulling out a red card. Anthony Martial is the player off here. Well, it's a little knock around the face of Eric Lamella. Son spurs in, Kane! It had been a devastating two minutes for Manchester United. 
reduced to 10 men, and now Harry Kane has scored. Spurs lead by three goals to one. To the penalty area. Lamella's free in the middle, but Son will get there instead, and he scored again. A first half to remember for Tottenham Hotspur. Son has a second, Tottenham Hotspur have a fourth. He's aware that that might pop out to him. Hoybier, great ball, Aurier's in, and he scored it. It's a day that deserves an away end. A remarkable performance on the road. Tottenham Hotspur lead at Old Trafford by five goals to one. Ben Davis charges forward here. Still Ben Davis. Oh, and he's brought down in the penalty area. Harry Kane will step up to take the penalty. Remember the scenes. Remember the scoreline. Spurs have six. Manchester United. Hello and welcome to the last word on Spurs. Have you ever heard me this loud, this positive, this chirpy? What have we just watched? What have we just witnessed? We are here providing you with instant reaction to Tottenham Hotspur thumping, absolutely annihilating, absolutely destroying Manchester United at Old Trafford. And I'm delighted to say the instructor of the crazy train is on the ride. Mr Lee McQueen's in the house. Lee, what have we just watched? I'm shoveling coal in as fast as I can. The flames are coming up. And boy, oh boy, is it working. Come oh on, God. you Spurs. I mean, utter annihilation of Manchester United. Humiliation of Manchester United at Old Trafford. It don't get much better than that. And if you ain't excited now, you need to wobble your own heads. This yeah. is going to be awesome. It is going to be awesome. I can tell you the flames are coming off the mic by the content we've got coming your way. Honestly, the excitement, buzzing signings, talking about new players coming in. Well, listen, let's bring back two of our favourite returning guests to the last word on Spurs. If you listen to the Amazon, we're absolutely delighted to welcome back to the last word on Spurs, Mr Richard Cracknell himself. Crackers, it's what you said in the podcast. It's what you said, the Mourinho Masterclass. What is going on? Ah, well, you join me, Ricky. I'm in the queue at the bookies on Lanzarote High Street, <laughs> waiting to pick up my winnings on Spurs. Premier League champions, 2021. <laughs> they're paying out already. We haven't it's got early done. crackers, have we? We haven't got too early, have we? Yeah, if you can get 10 Pesaters on them now, get on us. Get on us. It's done. It's now, honestly, done. Finished. Give on? it to us now. What See you later, on? Liverpool. See you later, City. See you later, Man United. See you later, Villa. See you later, Mount Real Madrid. Done. We're done. Telling you. That's it. Honestly. I'm backing us now. Calling it. <laughs> What is going on? Evening. What is going on? <laughs> Evening, how are you? You right? <laughs> Very well. Very what well. Not excited on? or anything. This podcast, we're two minutes in. I can't take it. We've got to do a game review as well here. Absolutely also <laughs> delighted to welcome back to the show the wonderful Talia Corrin is back on the last word on Spurs. Talia, how are you feeling? I am absolutely buzzing. You know when you sit down and you're shaking because you're just so excited and it just feels like a bit like a dream. It's so funny. Like Tottenham Hotspur scoring six goals at Old Trafford with the most defensive coach in the league, Dinosaur Mourinho, netting goals. Six bloody goals. What a win. God, this boring, boring football, I tell you. God, how are we going to keep up with it? Fell asleep, you know, in my duvet, having a nap. Woke up, we were in six. Whew. Do you know what makes me laugh, Tony? That when you was on here last season, you absolutely battered the players at one point. Do you remember that? Like, you absolutely tore into them. But my God, they must have listened to you. What's going on here? 
I went mental at Levy and everyone got at me. They were like, oh my God, you're so out of order. And now everyone's like, oh, Don Levy doing the business, getting it in over the line. Oh, I'm eating my own words, aren't I? It's absolutely remarkable. Just what is going on for Tottenham in a week? Honestly, incredible. Lee, wow. let's start with you because it has not been a bad week for Tottenham at all. Knocking Chelsea out of the Carabao Cup, qualifying for the Europa League group stage with a record win at a new stadium and then handing down Manchester United's joint worst ever Premier League defeat. How, Lee, do you even try and sum up this week? That's a crazy train. I mean, it is that. I mean, you, it, it sums up perfectly. I think that we've been mentally so strong this week and it's such a, it's so pleasing, isn't it, Rick? And and, and, and the guys, to, to see it, to feel it, something's changed. And, you, you know, I'm not getting carried away. Well, I am. Fuck it, I am getting carried away completely. Um, yeah, we are going to crackers, we're going to win the league. No, but, you know, something has genuinely changed. Like, all jokes aside, right, something has clicked and something has changed. And, you know, Jose said time and time again, you've got to trust the process. And, you know, we've been on here, all of us have been chatting Tottenham for, for a long period of time now. And we've been through the highs and we've been through the lows. But it is a process. And, and it's the pain that we've gone through that makes situations like this happen. It's not just winning 6-1. It's the manner in, in which we were so ruthless today. We were so clinical today. We were so naughty. You know what I mean? Like, I think, Tyler, you, you said earlier, we, we were chatting off, offline before, and, you know, you said about uh, Son and Kane being a bit naughty, and I was like, you know, it's just, they are naughty, aren't they? They're together, they're, they're pure at the moment, knowing, like, telepathy and, and, and that sort of stuff. But then you've got the Eric Lamellas, and you've got that kind of, what Jason always says, that game craft, you know. It is a bit of Mourinho now. You can see what he's doing, and by God, is it boring. I mean, I'm just so bored watching that today. It wasn't you guys. I mean, it's just horrendous. No no flair, no attacking football at all. You know, not scoring six goals. I mean, literally, it was, I mean, it was from start to finish, absolutely brilliant. And I, and I said a couple of weeks ago on, against Newcastle, although we, we took a draw with that horrific handball, it was the best I've uh, under Jose Mourinho. I think we've played. Even taking into account Burnley five 0 and the Southampton five two, because we were awful in the first half against Southampton. I thought Newcastle we were brilliant first and second half, but we didn't get our rewards for it. Today we were literally clinical, ruthless, and they just could not live with us. And long that continued, we were we've been outstanding for the entire week. And when you think about, it, as you just said, you asked me the question, what a week. You think about coming to this week thinking, okay, Chelsea's a tricky game. Then we've got to shuffle the pack with Maccabee Haifa. Then, then we've got Old Trafford. And we've we've not, not only have we beaten them three teams, we've, you know, second half Chelsea, well, you could say you drew the game and got through in penalties, but second half we were excellent. Maccabee Haifa, we were superb. And, uh, and, and again, today we were brilliant. We scored what? 14 goals in a week in three games. Just unbelievable. 23 goals in eight games this season. That's, on average, three goals a game. I mean, who else is doing that right now? No, Super. they're not. No, they're not. I mean, it's absolutely remarkable. And, I mean, Crackers, just to bring you in here, I mean, what an absolute masterful performance. Amazing, we've got to say, from every single player on the park. It was outstanding from every player in each of their roles. And it's so beautiful to see a team with quality, passion, pride, instilled in themselves really by it. Let's be honest about it. He's the best manager in the world. Be proud. Be happy. Be Spurs. Can I say that, Rich? Can I say that? Oh, of course you can. And like Talia was saying, eating your own eating your own words. I was, you know, I was very skeptical of Mourinho coming in, eating my own words too. But man, alive, are they delicious at the moment? Them words. <laughs> it's just like I've never been so pleased to be so so wrong. And 
um, I said at half time on Twitter, I said it just feels like that today, this week, and especially that first half today, we've turned into a Jose team. We've just, we've gone to the hundred percent like Vader, totally isn't agree. it? You know, and it, just that, that, that evilness <laughs> pumping. And you know, whoever, I, and I'm not really much mask, Star Wars. Wearing, he? he wears a mask, <laughs> doesn't he, old Vader? So he's, he's yeah. right in the coup. <laughs> I'm not much of a Star Wars geek, but I know there's that, that like uh, the, the man that takes Vader to the dark side. And he goes good, good as he as he goes evil, like you know, let the hate flow through you and all. It just feels like that. It just feels like there's that Jose DNA in us now. You know, Eric Lamella with them dark arts in the first half. You know? But that's what you need. You just can't win stuff. Like he said in the documentary, you can't win stuff being good guys. You've got to be horrible. And we now seem to have got this horrid dark arts in us. We've got this flair. We've got skill. We've got players that are fearful of their positions now because they know Jose will cut them. They will cut them to ribbons if they're not if they're not pulling trees up for him and there's somebody waiting to take their place. And it's just like everything seems to be coming into place now to turn us into a team that can go places under him. And, you know, we're just going to be 11 horrible, horrible, but effective players on the pitch. And, you know, we're done being nice, done being nice. We've just got to be nasty. You've got to do it sometimes. Mm. And today... We yeah. came of age. We grew up today. I loved it. I Absolutely love it. loved it. I'm converting. I'm sold. <laughs> Jose, Jose Mourinho, all the way. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't believe Richard Cracknell would ever go as far as he's just gone to the last word on Spurs there. Look at that. A, a glowing Rich endorsement. Jose. A glowing endorsement from Richard Cracknell there on Jose Mourinho. What's going on with you, Rich? Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, no. I just I, I've had a, I've had a little taste, a little like you know. You've it's seen the clips, haven't you? Like You've seen the clips of the future. The, I have. I've, I've you know I've gone into the corner shop. I've nicked a Mars bar and I've got away with it. And now it's like that's it. There you go. Back it. for I'm the multi pack now. I'm off for I'm back for a multi pack. Yeah, I just. I like it. I've had a taste and I like it. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Tally, I've got to bring you in because this, as the boys have said there, it's as good a performance as you're ever likely to see. And this is United we're talking about. You know, since the penalty, we reacted incredibly well. You know, play with pace, purpose, aggressiveness. And we were absolutely lethal going forward. And I don't know about you, Talia, I couldn't really even pick a man in the match. But, you know, I've made this point to you guys off there. Like Chelsea, the fire free under Pochettino, this for me kind of heralds everything, absolutely everything, clicking into place. It's almost just like, there it was. That that was it. I mean, whatever it was, that game, that is the moment we've been waiting for. Do you agree? Completely. I think that, you know, when Mourinho came in, we all had the same discussions and we all kind of worked out the sole reason he was brought into our club was to change that mentality, to make us into winners and to actually win some silverware and, you know, get back to a collective unit. And today, like you guys all just said, it clicked and you can actually see the change in mentality and that equates on the pitch and that resulted in goals today. And we actually looked like a team that worked together. You know, we were so disjointed at points last year and we really were making so many errors. It just wasn't right. And today it was fluid flowing football People aren't selfish anymore. We're playing as a team. Like, you've got Kane assisting Son, Son assisting Kane. You've got Aurier putting three balls in, like a nutter. Like, t- 
today was just it and you're so right and it just makes you so excited because you know you think of the players that weren't included in the squad and you've got Bale and the Celso and Bergvine and our new little striker and you just think we are a proper team and it's so exciting to know you know Mourinho is at our will <laughs> sorry Ole and he's you know driving us forward and we look bloody good and yeah you know what else can you say it's just buzzing like everyone's so excited listen to all of us we're like little kids you know more than that as well is the the, the way the game started as well yeah. going one down within yeah. 30 seconds i mean when have you ever known spurs not to oh, be that would never being punchy in the ring you know that in yeah. the past if we'd have gone one down after 30 seconds like that our heads would have gone our legs would have gone we'd have been like a boxer who had a big one on the chin and we'd have been done. And it was like, no, okay, settle, go again. And bang, bang, you know. It, it's, Seven you minutes, 2-1. Like, like, that is huge. That is never going to happen. And there's never happened before under Spurs. No. no. And that no. is exactly like, remember, like Tyson yeah. Fury coming back off the canvas, wasn't was it? it? After that was it. That, Hopefully. After we got laid yeah. out. And we just sat back up and bang, we were go- going. Yeah. Unbelievable. I remember a small... I remember a small game in June 2019 where uh, we gave away a penalty really early doors and never really got back off off the, off the canvas in, in, in that game. Oh, I'm going to um, come back. I know. And, and, and again, I think that's why I come back to the point, right? It is a process and it is about the pain makes you these moments happen. You know, what you're describing there is exactly what, you know, we've been through that pain. And everybody talks before when Daniel wasn't spending money or, you know, is it Daniel didn't back Poch. But, but I, I raised this the other day in the WhatsApp group. Was it Poch that done crazy things? He came out one, one press conference once and says, I have some crazy ideas. Maybe his crazy idea was, I can bring the youngsters where I don't need any spending. You know, you don't, you don't know, actually, because... Daniel Levy, to, to be fair, from a from a spending perspective, is back to his manager. I mean, I didn't think he'd do it. I did not think Jose would come in here and and get what he's got. And, and you know, a friend of the show, Paul O'Keefe, tweeted I think yesterday, day before. I think he's done it on sixty million. And and we've we've yeah, it's like sixty three, I think. Yeah, and, and we've pulled in literally every single position that we needed to fill. We've done a Liverpool without spending the amount of money or selling one of our best players. Because, again, just want to remind everybody that they sold Coutinho for £140 million to, to actually fund that. And uh, that's why we've got to start believing. Sorry to hoodwink the point, but that's why us fans in the last... People start tweeting, oh, you're not Spurs if you think we're going to lose this 5-4. No, I am Spurs, and I didn't think we were going to lose that 5-4. And if people need to start believing that we're going to go and do something ridiculously filth under this manager and under this regime because it's coming when the crazy train pulls into that station it's going to have trophies on the back of it mate but before we get into the team I just want to read out some of the statements we had over here from the last word on Spurs listeners over 70 questions have come in guys so I'm going to try and get through as many as we can because we have got to go to a break very very soon let's try and rattle through as many as we can Brock Soccerball says, what a win. No idea how Bailey stayed on the pitch in that one, but our boys were magnificent today. The quadruple is on. Dustin at Devo1980 says, I didn't expect this after the robbery last week. What a week. What is the biggest reason for our changing form? New signings, Mourinho. For me, it's Harry. He's sacrificing his goal scoring to set up other players. Can't wait for this pod. As in Lima Queen instructor rolling here, the crazy train keeps on rolling. Luke at Luke's loan, they love your crazy train, Lee. He says, all aboard the crazy train. Has the sign oh, of Garibald lifted the whole squad? Or is the competition for places bringing out the best in everyone? I've got to say, Luke, on that, I just think generally, as you're seeing now, 
the competition seems to be driving every single player on and hopefully there is one more to come. Fingers crossed if you're listening to us today on deadline day, let's hope we do get that centre-back we're craving. He said the team showed real fire and mental toughness, something we always lacked and I totally agree. Z-Man says you all talk about how the mentality of the team needed to change. A penalty in the first minute at Old Trafford. We could have felt bad for ourselves, could have let ourselves get walked over, but we didn't. It changed. Performances like this, it feels great, doesn't it? Joe at Lily White for Life says, this is the best win since the UEFA Champions League semi-final. For me, it has to be an absolute coronation for Jose Munoz's sides. They are here to compete for everything this season and they are now starting to play with swagger. Matt Martin says, we know how great our signs have been, yet I've been bemused by the media thinking signing a 32-year-old William means the Goons will beat us to top four. After today... It's all on. Have we ever had a better squad that can name two 11s that can challenge? We're going to come on to that very, very soon. I think also it's so important to mention just how great it is to go into the international break on a high. And that is really the quiet result, isn't it? There's real strength in depth now. As we mentioned, that was a goal and two assists from the second choice fullback today. Albeit the 10 men, Bow and Lacelso could easily start in the first choice 11 too. And just a reminder in general, Spurs have still got... Gareth Bale, Steven Bergvine, Giovanni Lo and Carlos Vinicius to come into this matchday squad. Now ahead of the game we saw Hun Min Son start for Tottenham. It's been a real week of mind games from Jose Mourinho. Will Son be fit? Will he not be fit? Well, Son did start the game. And I think one of the other changes that was a bit of a concern or worries was Giovanni Lo Celso didn't make the team. He travelled with the squad, actually. We found out Alistair Gold spotted him on the coach ahead of the game. We knew he'd be a big doubt and he was ruled out. It's important to kind of mention that there was a need to get a work permit for Spurs' new Brazilian superstar, Carlos Vinicius, which did mean that he wasn't able to feature. But we did see him part of the team that took the bus to Old Trafford. It was actually great to see him involved and kind of getting familiarised with the team. Tungi and Dombele was rewarded for his fine performances with yet another start. Sergio Regulon and Sergio got the nod at Old Trafford. Davidson Sanchez was named at the back alongside Eric Dyer with a pace in United's attack, maybe the primary reason for the duo being selected. Steven Bergvine was excellent against Maccabi Haifa, but would not have been in the best physical condition. And we have also just found out now that he has withdrawn from the Netherlands squad. And therefore, that kind of makes sense why he wasn't involved. So that was the team news going into this game. A real change-up in the team from Jose Mourinho. But, Lee, we have to talk about this opening 25 seconds. Only Tottenham. I mean, ridiculous. Only Tottenham. Absolutely ridiculous. 25 seconds, I mean, penalty to United. Literally. And, you know, Lee, you have to bring this point up here. Davinson Sanchez, you criticised him on the last show against Maccabi Haifa for his lack of mm. awareness, concentration... I don't want to go too deep because we've had a great week. We've had a great week. Wow. We want it to be a positive show. But very quickly, honestly, what was that defending? Again, I think the mentality is changing, but we've got to get these silly mistakes out. I mean, I did criticise, uh, you know, his, his pass to, to, uh, against Maccabi Haifa. It was just it was just like a lazy, like, foot through it. And he's done the same thing again today. All he's got to do is stand him up there, you know, and just, and just kind of almost jock him away. And, you know, he doesn't need to give a penalty away. There was a lot of cover still. And, and it felt like to me that he panicked and he just lashed out. Um, and you know it's a, it's a stonewall penalty. There's no doubt about it. But you you're giving a penalty away to to uh, someone. For, you know you know Fernandez is going to score it. Thirty seconds in. I mean I just I, I literally just disbelief. I mean I got off my, my my chair and I was just like mate. And the funny thing is Vic, it's not that funny really. But in hindsight, I suppose it is. Every single uh, person on Twitter that you're looking through the game and that you know what do you think of a lineup and this that and the other. Everyone was saying 
um, uh, you know, oh, when's a penalty? What penalty bingo for Manchester United? When's a penalty going to come? Whatever. And I have to give credit to Crackers because he put an absolute cracking, excuse the pun, cracking uh, tweet out um, about the family all dressed in Man United kits. And it's like, this is the VAR, this is the VAR studio at Stockley Park. It was absolutely brilliant. And, and exactly what happened <laughs> 30 seconds in, freaking penalty. I mean, you could not make the stuff up, Rick. You couldn't. But I think the most important thing coming around to you, Crackers, was the way in, I say, which we really fought back into this game. But a point just very quickly, you know, Damison Sanchez, to be fair to him, as the game got on, he progressed. But it's a big, big worry defensively. Eric Dyer, quick mention to him, because we're going to come on to so much in this pod. He did marshal the back line really well on the day. And no need for a toilet trip as well, which is always a bonus. But Rich, Tungi and Dombele, you know, there's a big old scramble in the box after a poor header there. You know, kamikaze defending, but Ndombele, right place, right time. And how important was it, Crackers, at that moment it gets level? Because you do feel that early response, United looked absolutely shell-shocked, didn't they? Uh, they, they, were, they were at sea, but just before uh, Ndombele bagged that, that came down to Eric Lamella just making a real string vest of himself in the box. And he was just throwing himself about, he caused a mistake. Harry Maguire's had an absolute mare and it's fallen to Undumbele, who smashed it home, who just looks like he's 10 foot tall now. He just looks like a completely different man. It's like, you know, Jose's had his arm round him and he's he looks world-class. Well, well but credit again to Lamella to actually make that, that, that cause that confusion and cause that mistake for Ndombele to, to put it away, you know, it's that you can't underestimate Lamella's impact and influence on that first half. He's, you know, no wonder he only done half time. He, he was job done, wasn't he? It was like, go and put your feet up, son. Thank you very much. But Ndombele, absolutely terrific. And like you say, Dyer at the back, marshalling everything. He looked, he looked very composed. And I think he's found his feet and found a position under uh, Mourinho. I don't think he really knew where he was playing or what he was doing uh, under under Pochettino. He just seemed to be a bit here, there and everywhere. But it just seems like Jose's gone, right, you're my man here. That's you. Thank you very much. Like, crack on. Um, Sanchez, I, I, I don't know. I mean, he come with such promise. When, when he went from Ajax, I just see so many tweets from Ajax fans saying, you have got some player there. Mm. He, he's still young. Maybe Ledley, you know, working with him this season as is well. Is it worrying, though, Crackers? Because we're a couple of seasons in. Is it still worrying for you that we haven't just eradicated that from his game? Is that a massive concern yeah, that we're still it, seeing these errors, you know? And, you know, Dyer as well. Listen, I'll be honest with you. Dyer played ever so well today. He actually played really well. Marshall defence really well. But I know we're recording on deadline day here. You still feel rich. You know, a defender, that is the last piece of the puzzle, isn't it? It's what we need. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It needs somebody there of, of great quality uh, alongside either of those two to to tell them, to give them a push to, to you know, drop, come up, come back, get here, go there. You know, as much as I hate to say it, you used to see Tony Adams do it back in the day. And, you know, I, I'm sorry to bring him into it, but he was very good at that. You know, he could tell people where to go and you need somebody of that, Ilk, you know, that would be able to yeah, bring along completely. Sanchez Dyer alongside of them and, you know, just marshal that back four. And if that yeah. happens, well, wow, 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 wow. We're, Sanchez, we really Sanchez are. needs somebody 
don't eat crackers. Santa yes. needs somebody to to help him, like to be. Yes. Now, I think I think when the two of them, when Dyer and Sanchez played together, because everybody thinks Dyer's like really old, but he's still pretty young himself as well, isn't he? So you know, yeah. and, and certainly young in terms of playing as a centre back. So I think you know, you know, if you was to play him in a three, then you have got Toby in there as well, and then maybe that, that that's a bit more cover for for Sanchez. But I, I do agree. I mean, Scrinoir would be would be literally the missing piece of the puzzle, and, and I genuinely think if we sign him, which I actually still think we will, but if we sign him, I, I think we can. I think I mean I can't say I can't say this because I'm going to get pelters, but I think we can challenge. Everton are top of the league and Aston Villa are second and Leicester City are third. <laughs> let me sit, let, let, let that sink in for a bit, will you? Because, you know, and then we're sitting there, oh, we can't change. No, we, no, we can. We, we can have a go. But I do think we need a centre-back. Mm. Listen, let's come around to Talia. Talia, Tsungi and Dombele, you was on the pod last season. You, I think you, at times, you know, you, you made your point on Tsungi. You know, he's a... Class, class player, needed time, needs time to settle, adapt. But to be fair, he wasn't the right place at the right time for the equaliser. Involved in the visitors' third goal as well with a little flick and was involved in anything really Tottenham did positive. Confidence through the roof. You can actually just see that, that with his turns, his flicks, his growing, his fitness, he's getting back up. Came off after 70 minutes to an absolute massive round of applause from the Spurs suspension coaching staff. And I tell you what, on today's evidence, if you ask me... I want Tsungi Ndombele in this team over Paul Pogba every day of the week. What do you reckon? No, I saw a lot of people saying that. They were like, based on today's performance, Ndombele over Pogba any day. And I think, you know, you've got to back that. I think he's made an absolute turnaround, which has been phenomenal to see. And I think, you know, anyone that loves Twitter like we do can see that the fans love him. You know, everyone was rooting for him and everyone was on at Jose for not playing him. And we're like, you know, where's Ndombele? And, you know, they've obviously got over this weird, bizarre problems that they have with each other. He's put the work in. He's impressed. And on the pitch, he's, you know, a player that we needed. And he's got that creativity and he's finding space and he's running at players. And you could see today he's just doing bits and pieces. And, you know, he scores. And that's exactly what we need. And I think, you know, over the next few weeks and months and the whole season, I hope that he grows into that as he gets more confident. I think it's a massive shame that, you know, none of us can be in a stadium and there's no fans because, you know, that love from Twitter would translate. And I reckon he's one of those players that would proper love that crowd. You know, when people hear like him chatting for him, whatever, you know, like we do as a so true. So spot on. Exactly I totally agree. Same. I think that is such a big part. Like, cause he's not miserable, but you know when you saw that photo the other day with the pens and all the players were just knackered, was he? He's just knackered. He was absolutely shattered, <laughs> and he always looks like he's got a bit of a grump on. And yeah. I know that's not a fact. And he's got his little squad with Sissoko and Aurier, but he just needs that like push. And I generally think that is kind of what's missing for him. That mm. he realizes that the team like him now, and he's finding his space, and the coaching obviously likes him. But he needs to feel that level of love from the fans. And I think he's you know, the player that we need and is going to work. And I'm so excited to see him in midfield with Lo Celso and Hoybier. I think as a three, they could just be wicked. And, you know, we've had a, such a missing piece of that puzzle in midfield for such a long time. And, you know, it's great that he's come, found his place and he's doing exactly what we wanted him to do from the off. So, no, it's great. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, Lee, coming round to you, I mean, on and Dombele for a second, you can see he's absolutely loving life right now. Score one, as I mentioned, played his part in the third and he was really involved in everything. And you know what's funny, Lee? You know, his first couple of minutes, what happens to Premier League mm. defending? It went completely out the window. No one knew what they were doing, what was going on. It was the most crazy start to a Premier League game I can quite remember. And obviously, after the first 25 seconds, I think everyone probably sunk to their sofa thinking, oh my God, only Tottenham. But what a response, Lee. You talk about mentality of a team looking to bite back mm. straight away. Wasn't that great to see? 
Yeah, and we've done we've done it every single game we've played this year, other than this season, sorry, other than uh, the first game, the Everton game, and then that, that almost caught us off. I, I still blame John from Lily White Rose's uh, team talk that he gave him on on the pod <laughs> for for that result. Um, but that caught us a little bit almost off guard. But since then, I actually I think we've been excellent. Um, and Dombele is class. I mean, no no one that I know has ever questioned his talent. I don't think anyone's ever questioned his talent. What we've all questioned at various different times, and to be fair to you, Rick, you've always you know stuck by him and you know beating the drum uh, for for Dombele, and and a few of us haven't. But we've always questioned his attitude. Does he want to do this? Has he got the desire to actually do this at this football club? And Mourinho challenged that. And, and again, that's why I respect Marine. That's why he's won so much, because he's building a winning team, a winning mentality, as we've talked about already. And now he's got that in Ndombele. And the penny's dropped. You know, cha-ching, the penny has dropped. So it must be them Pesaitas that, uh, that Crackers is picking up from the, from the betting shop. But uh, yes, yeah, it's the, the Pesaitas have dropped. The penny's dropped. And he is, he is class. There's, there's no doubt. Crackers, I'm going to come back round to you because after getting a penalty almost immediately, United are losing after seven minutes because Harry Kane released Hummin Son with a quick free kick. The latter beats Bailey for pace before lifting the ball over David De Gea. And it gets even more bizarre. But the link-up crackers between Kane and Son, I mean, it is just simply world-class, isn't it? What a goal that was from our deadly duo. Soon to be added, may I say, by Gareth Bale. And we've got Carlo Vinicius coming. What have we got coming here, Crackers? What's going on? That's, that's easy for you to say, Rick. Carlos Vinicius. <laughs> <It wasn't. laughs> <laughs> now that reason, oh, I'm, I'm going to get battered for this. Carlos Vinicius, we're going to get it right. We are going to get it right. Is it Vinicius? Just absolutely aced Hoiberg, and then you, yeah. and then you've got him with Vincentius. You're a bit sound like sound like my dad when he states, uh, talks about <laughs> Stephen Bergwijn. He just calls him Stephen Bodgkins. <laughs> <laughs> my dad's having none of that. No, he's Stephen Bodgkins. <laughs> I've got to try, but, Crackers, for all our listeners. I've got to try. There's a lot of Brazilians out there listening to this show. I've got to give them their due and try and pronounce the names. Ah, hello, to the bank, come on for it to the hour, Brazilian <laughs> listeners. Yeah, a little bit of Portuguese as well from the boy from it. Hackney. I love yeah, it, I love it. Go. <laughs> but that goal, that goal from Sonny. Again, like Lamella setting up and Dembele, Kane to get the free kick, to get up, to see it, to put it through. That's, that's what I'm talking about. That's a team that's on their straps. It's a team that's switched on. It's a team that's ready to rock and roll. They, that is the difference. If you come out firing on all cylinders, you're doing that. You get up. You're, if you're a clever player like Kane is, never mind best striker in the world, he's, he's amongst one of like the sort of best like midfielders in the world almost, you know, a support player now. He's, he's just like, he's two for one. He's world-class doing both things. And he sees that, he puts it through. Not only does he just, I mean, I'd have been 10 minutes getting up. Not only is he, he gets up, he pings that ball through <laughs> with such beautiful weight straight into Sonny's path, bang, and, 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 and we're away. It's just, he's frightening. He is frightening. It's, um, people are running out of superlatives and things to say about Kane. You just like... You just can't talk him up anymore. He's just, he's priceless, absolutely priceless. He's so complete. He is yeah. absolutely the complete footballer. He really is. I can't say no more about him. He's just, he's just repeating old words, to be honest. He's just, he's phenomenal. Yeah. Absolutely. 
phenomenal. And it was a game changer, absolute game changer. I think they, they look beat after that. Well, well beat. Yeah, uh, brilliant. It's brilliant, incredible, brilliant. isn't it? I mean, like I say, another assist for Kane, who you know, stands up quickly to play that free kick to Son. Electric pace, electric pace to get away from Bailey and finish cutely over De Gea. Really similar start to the game at the Etihad in the Champions League quarterfinal. And the link up between Kane and Son, quite remarkable. Before we go for a break, just a couple of other listener statements we have to say here. Matt Martin came back with another question, or I think more of a statement. Could this be our best ever performance? Ruthless, and I cannot believe, I cannot believe Gareth Bale is still to come in this Tottenham team. Face with tears of joy. Rossi D says, I want a 10-minute rant from Lee McQueen about how effing epic that blue heart crazy train keeps on rolling. Nick Ihawk Nick says, imperious. Lamella showing the guile. We need sometimes to make things happen. I thought Ndombele and Hoybier played really, really well. Nick at Nick Cumberbatch says, I'd like to know when you think Jose will stop parking that bus. Well, I think that bus firmly came to an end here. We are going to go for a very quick break. When we return, we carry on discussing Tottenham Hotspur absolutely annihilating Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's Manchester United. Do not go anywhere. We're back after this very, very short break. Dwi'n golchi fy nwylo i ddiogelu fy'n heili. Dwi'n gwisgo gorchydd wyneb i ddiogelu fy ffrindiau. Dwi'n cadw pellter i ddiogelu fy'n hyd-weithwyr. Dwi'lo... Wyneb. Pellter. Dwi'n golchi fy nwylo i ddiogelu pobl ddieithr. Dwi'n gwisgo gorchydd gwyneb i ddiogelu teithwyr eraill. Dwi'n cadw pellter i ddiogelu di. Dwi'lo. Wyneb. Pellter. Wrth ni dreulio mwy o amser dan do, mae angen i ni wneud beth bynnag gallwn ni helpu diogelu yn gilydd. Felly, plîs, golchwch eich dwylo, gorchuddiwch eich wyneb, cadwch eich pellter. Dwi'n golchi fy nwylo i ddiogelu fy'n heili. Dwi'n gwisgo gorchydd wyneb i ddiogelu fy ffrindiau. Dwi'n cadw pellter i ddiogelu fy'n hyd-weithwyr. Dwi'lo. Wyneb. Pellter. Dwi'n golchi fy nwylo i ddiogelu pobl ddieithr. Dwi'n gwisgo gorchydd gwyneb i ddiogelu teithwyr eraill. Dwi'n cadw pellter i ddiogelu di. Dwi'lo. Wyneb. Pellter. Wrth ni dreulio mwy o amser dan do, mae angen i ni wneud beth bynnag gallwn ni helpu diogelu yn gilydd. Felly, plîs, golchwch eich dwylo, gorchuddiwch eich wyneb, cadwch eich pellter. OK, Jose, pitch at Old Trafford, 6-1 win. I mean, what words have you got for that performance? Amazing performance. I can imagine that uh, some anti-Spurs people will say 11 against 10 for the second half. Uh, I, I have to say that we were so much better than them for the whole of the first half, 11 against 11. Uh, lots of confidence, the team. Uh, losing 1-0 with a, a silly penalty, no problem. The team just play, play and play and react and, and keep playing and playing and playing. And when we felt uh, the weakness, we went to the jugular and you don't do that if you are not a, a ultra-confident team. So amazing performance, historical uh, results and very important three points because with these three points we go, we go up in, in the table. I can imagine the clinical nature of the performance has probably pleased you most, hasn't it? Because when they were there to be taken... We missed lots of chances. Uh, if it was clinical, 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 it would be even a, a bigger result. Uh, but yes, uh, especially in the... In the first half, the team was so aggressive, uh, and after the 2-1, the team was aggressive and confident, and and really was big personality, and uh, a victory of the squad, um, of the structure of the club, uh, not the team, not the 11 guys, 
plus three that were on 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 the pitch. Uh, I was given a great squad to to work with. Uh, of course, for me now it's almost one year, ten months in the club or something like that. So it's not like last season where I felt a little bit empty of of work. But the squad is very good. Uh, that's why we won these matches, rotating players, bringing uh, fresh legs. And Los Celso injured and Bergwin injured and Bale working. And uh, look at the squad we we have. Look at the attacking players that we have. Vinicius in the stands. Amazing performance and very proud of, of everyone at the club. The result is the proof of the pudding here. But technically, can I ask you... You're playing 10 men at Old Trafford. What, what are you looking to do? I mean, the, re the result is there. But no, first of all, we first of all in the first half, you look to go to the jugular. You look, you look to go to the weakness. Don't finish that first half with 2-1. Don't give them time to, to be stable. Uh, go for it. Then in the second half, is about, first of all, to respect football. Uh, football can be a B. A B uh, can betray you. Uh, sometimes you, you don't believe that things can happen and they happen. Uh, so, first of all, respect football, respect United, respect the tradition of this uh, giant uh, club and play serious, play serious. Uh, don't concede a goal, don't lose the ball stupidly and, of course, if you have the chance to, to find um, more spaces that, of course, you are always going to find, just, just score more goals because last season we, we qualified to Europa League by one goal. We'll have to play four times in seven days more often, won't we? No, that's impossible. Three times, that's football, and three times we have to be ready for it, but four times is, is not human. Dwi'n golchi fy nwylo i ddiogelu fy'n heili. Dwi'n gwisgo gorchi ddwineb i ddiogelu fy ffrindiau. Dwi'n cadw pellter i ddiogelu fy'n hyd-weithwyr. Dwi'n gwisgo Pelter. Dwi'n golchi fy nwylo i ddiogelu pobl ddieithr. Dwi'n gwisgo gorchi gwineb i ddiogelu teithwyr eraill. Dwi'n cadw pellter i ddiogelu di. Dwi'n gwisgo Pelter. Wrth ni dreilio mwy a amser dan do, mae angen ni'n neud beth bynnag gallwn ni helpu diogelu yn gilydd. Felly, plîs, golchwch eich dwylo, gorchuddiwch eich wyneb, cadwch eich pellter. Dwi'n golchi fy nwylo i ddiogelu fy'n heili. Dwi'n gwisgo gorchydd wyneb i ddiogelu fy ffrindiau. Dwi'n cadw pellter i ddiogelu fy'n hyd-weithwyr. Dwylo. Wyneb. Pellter. Dwi'n golchi fy nwylo i ddiogelu pobl ddieithr. Dwi'n gwisgo gorchy gwyneb i ddiogelu teithwyr eraill. Dwi'n cadw pellter i ddiogelu di. Dwylo. Wyneb. Pellter. Wrth ni dreilio mwy a amser dan do, mae angen ni'n neud beth bynnag gallwn ni helpu diogelu yn gilydd. Felly, plîs, golchwch eich dwylo, gorchuddiwch eich wyneb, cadwch eich pellter. Hello everyone, I'm Anna from Spurs XY and welcome back to the Spurs Women's segment here on The Last Word on Spurs. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm still on a massive high following that amazing 6-1 victory against Man United at Old Trafford. Unfortunately, however, it wasn't such a nice day for Spurs women who played away at Manchester City. So it was a Manchester day for both teams, but as I said, wasn't the, the nicest situation. So unfortunately, we have this really bad habit habit of um, not really turning up against um, top three sides. I mean, we played all right against Arsenal, but we just crumbled. And I kind of think that's what happened here as well. Now, I didn't watch the game. Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't able to, but I did get a friend uh, to do a little recap for me. So that's what I'll run you through. 
Um, unfortunately, we had a player go down on the floor and they scored uh, in the first half and that's the lead they took into the break. So it was one nil. Um, they had a penalty awarded, which in true Tottenham's fashion, obviously was an absolute joke decision, but it was awarded to City and um, they hit the woodwork three times and it was just... As I said, we just folded and unfortunately not showing enough character. Maybe we need Mourinho to go in and give them a little bit of a talk because he's clearly done something very well for the men's side. It'd be nice to get that for the women's going as well um, because we are a lovely bunch of people, but we need those winners. Maybe with Morgan coming in, uh, she can bring that winning mentality, which is really what we need. Uh, we did get a, a consolation goal with Anna Philby scoring, but... Uh, Unfortunately, it was too little too late. So it ended 4-1. Um, it was just, apparently it was a struggle to keep the ball. And it was just, yeah, unfortunately nothing to write home about, which is kind of how this uh, little segment's turning out to be. So it's uh, it's really sad, but hopefully we can turn it around and, um, got, and uh, repeat this... Um, play next week and we we just need to get in the swing of things because we've we've made so many new signings and it would be great to have a team put together like we had loads of signings last year and we had loads of signings this year obviously we've let players go in between but yeah I, as I said I'm just missing I didn't see today's game but based on what others said and how I watched the other games I'm just not seeing a very cohesive team football I feel like we're playing a lot of people in different positions but it's not there's not an understanding with each other I, I'm guessing it will come and I said it last year as well that we need that uh, need a couple runs of games to get that but we'll also need confidence we need a solid defense in order to um, to obviously stop conceding as many goals because that never helps confidence either obviously um, we need to get Rihanna scoring more goals we obviously it'd be great to have Morgan playing as soon as possible so yeah, I mean, um, it's a bit of a downer. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I wish it could be a little bit more positive, but hopefully next week. But anyway, I hope you enjoy this little segment and enjoy the rest of the show. Come on, you Spurs. Dwi'n golchi fy nwylo i ddi o geli fy'n heili. Dwi'n gwisgo gorchydd wyneb i ddi o geli fy ffrindiau. Dwi'n cadw pellter i ddi o geli fy'n hydweithwyr. Dwi'lo. Wyneb. Pellter. Dwi'n golchi fy nwylo i ddi o geli pobl ddieithr. Dwi'n gwisgo gorchydd wyneb i ddi o geli teithwyr eraill. Dwi'n cadw pellter i dy ddiogeli di. Dwylo. Wyneb. Pellter. Wrth ni dreulio mwy o amser dan do, mae angen i ni wneud beth bynnag gallwn ni helpu diogeli yn gilydd. Felly, plîs, golchwch eich dwylo, gorchuddiwch eich wyneb, cadwch eich pellter. Dwi'n golchi fy nwylo i ddiogeli fy'n heili. Dwi'n gwisgo gorchydd wyneb i ddiogeli fy ffrindiau. Dwi'n cadw pellter i ddiogeli fy'n hydweithwyr. Dwylo. Wyneb. Pellter. Dwi'n golchi fy nwylo i ddiogeli pobl ddieithr. Dwi'n gwisgo gorchydd gwyneb i ddiogeli teithwyr eraill. Dwi'n cadw pellter i dy ddiogeli di. Dwylo. Wyneb. Pellter. Wrth ni dreulio mwy o amser dan do, mae angen i ni wneud beth bynnag gallwn ni helpu diogeli yn gilydd. Felly, plîs, golchwch eich dwylo, gorchuddiwch eich wyneb, cadwch eich pellter. With Harry at Old Trafford, I mean, Harry, you've been with the club a long time and this is a 6-1 win at Old Trafford. It's what you've to play off, isn't it? Let's be honest. No, absolutely. Um, yeah, great, great performance today. Um, even in the warm-up before the game, the lads looked ready, the lads looked sharp. Obviously, we went behind pretty early, but I think the reaction from that showed that we was really on it with our, with our mindset today. And uh, we was ruthless, uh, both ends of the box. When we had the chances, we took them. Uh, after their, their penalty, we didn't really concede too many chances. Um, 
and even when they got the man sent off, um, you still have to be ruthless and kill the game. And to do that that early in the second, uh, in the first half was great, and it allowed us in the second half to be calm and patient, uh, and then just pick them off as we did. You're right. I mean, going forward, Harry, we looked so dangerous. And I'm talking before 10 minutes. No, exactly. I think we had control of the game, uh, 11 v 11. Uh, the way we was dropping, running behind, keeping the ball, using the, the full bats uh, was exactly what we planned. And um, like I said, we and we were taking the chances as well. It's, it's all right playing well and keeping the ball, but you've got to make sure that, that you finish them as well. Uh, and and we've done that. So, um, yeah, a really, really good day, a really good week, a uh, great way to finish it. Dwi'n gwisgo gorchydd wyneb i ddi o geli fy ffrindiau. Dwi'n cadw pellter i ddi o geli fy nghyd weithwyr. Dwi'lo. Wyneb. Pellter. Dwi'n golchi fy nwylo ddi o geli pobl ddieithr. Dwi'n gwisgo gorchydd wyneb i ddi o geli teithwyr eraill. Dwi'n cadw pellter i dy ddi o geli di. Dwi'lo. Wyneb. Pellter. Wrth ni dreulio mwy a amser dan do, mae angen ni wneud beth bynna gallwn ni helpu dio geli yn gilydd. Felly, plîs, golchych eich dwylo, gorchyddiwch eich wyneb, cadwch eich pellter. Dwi'n golchi fy nwylo i ddio geli fy'n heili. Dwi'n gwisgo gorchydd wyneb i ddio geli fy ffrindiau. Dwi'n cadw pellter i ddio geli fy'n hyd weithwyr. Dwi'lo. Wyneb. Pellter. Dwi'n golchi fy nwylo i ddio geli pobl ddieithr. Dwi'n gwisgo gorchydd wyneb i ddio geli teithwyr eraill. Dwi'n cadw pellter i ddio geli di. Dwi'lo. Wyneb. Pellter. Wrth ni dreulio mwy a amser dan do, mae angen ni wneud beth bynna gallwn ni helpu dio geli yn gilydd. Felly, plîs, golchych eich dwylo, gorchyddiwch eich wyneb, cadwch eich pellter. Hiwng min, son. And we were worried that you weren't going to play. What, what, what you did? Some, some magic in my hamstring. Obviously, I was, I was injured. I was worried about it. Obviously, I want to play this big game and I want to help the team and, and I was treated very, very hard training. Obviously, I couldn't train hard because I had a small injury, but no, what can I say? With this performance, with this, uh, this results, I mean, I'm more than happy to win this game and buzzing and buzzing. We were clinical, Sonny. That's the key thing here, isn't it? Obviously, we, score, uh, we play against, uh, we say United is a big team eh? and have to be clinical. What, what Harry said, that's what we need, you know, have to be clinical, score the goals, assist and... That's what we've done today, and um, we, uh, we were so, so clinical, and we were unselfish, and I think this is what we need for the, for the team, and I'm so happy that, uh, that I sit uh, to H as well, because I felt a little bit pressure because he gave me so much assist, but I didn't, but for, especially for this season, and obviously I said before, I'm a little bit sad that, that he didn't score the second one, but... You know, we we, we won uh, we won the game. I'm buzzing uh, to get uh, to get three points in here, Old Trafford. What does a, a result six one at Old Trafford? What what does a result like this do do for a team? Oh, it's amazing, amazing. So, as a kid, uh, you grew up uh, watching this uh, this stadium, and I mean, uh, for me especially because uh, Jason Paul was playing here, and then you were, you naturally you you're watching so many games for. United, but you see the stadium and we, we beat them 6-1, six, six it's just incredible, I'm really proud of for the team and proud for myself as well, and I mean, what can I say, I'm more than happy, I'm buzzing, and the week I can enjoy, international break, I'm going to stay here, I can have a fun with, uh, with uh, at, at, at the training ground, and uh, yeah, obviously I'm really, really sad that you guys are not here, and seeing probably... Probably I'm still celebrate with you, with you guys, but in my mind, in my uh, in my heart, is uh, I'm still celebrating with you guys, and 
Dwi'n golchi fy nwylo i ddiogelu fy nheili. Dwi'n gwisgo gorchi ddwyneb i ddiogelu fy ffrindiau. Dwi'n cadw pellter i ddiogelu fy nhyd weithwyr. Dwi'n wyneb. Pellter. Dwi'n golchi fy nwylo i ddiogelu pobl ddieithr. Dwi'n gwisgo gorchi gwyneb i ddiogelu teithwyr eraill. Dwi'n cadw pellter i ddiogelu di. Dwi'n wyneb. Pellter. Wrth ni dreulio mwy o amser dan do, mae angen ni'n gwneud beth bynnag gallwn ni helpu diogelu yn gilydd. Felly, plîs, golchwch eich dwylo, gorchuddiwch eich wyneb, cadwch eich pellter. Dwi'n golchi fy nwylo i ddiogelu fy nheili. Dwi'n gwisgo gorchud wyneb i ddiogelu fy ffrindiau. Dwi'n cadw pellter i ddiogelu fy nhyd weithwyr. Dwi'lo. Wyneb. Pellter. Dwi'n golchi fy nwylo i ddiogelu pobl ddieithr. Dwi'n gwisgo gorchud gwyneb i ddiogelu teithwyr eraill. Dwi'n cadw pellter i ddiogelu di. Dwi'lo. Wyneb. Pellter. Wrth ni dreulio mwy o amser dan do, mae angen ni'n gwneud beth bynnag gallwn ni helpu diogelu yn gilydd. Felly, plîs, golchwch eich dwylo, gorchuddiwch eich wyneb, cadwch eich pellter. Hello and welcome back to probably the most excited we've been on the last word on Spurs here for a very, very long time. I'm going to put it out there now. I do think this is going to be one of our shows of the season. I have to say that, not because of just the panel, but the, the result we're talking about here, Tottenham Hotspur absolutely smashing Manchester United. I, I just... I've got absolutely no words about where to go with this podcast. I just can't quite believe what we're recording, what is going on, what is happening. Absolutely insane. Talia, let's come back round to you. We mentioned Sonny back in the team, back on the score sheet, running onto Kane's quick free kick, definitely flicking it over De Gea. He then set up Kane for the third goal and nutmeg the keeper for his own second. Hummin Son, absolutely incredible. But later on, not far later on into that game, we saw a red card for Anthony Martial. Lamella pushed him away at a corner. Then the Frenchman slaps him round the mouth. Lamella goes down like absolutely someone shot him. <laughs> the United player goes off. But, I mean, we talk about Talia needing to be intelligent. And I, Mourinho's phrase was, you know, on the pitch, you need to be a bunch of C's, but intelligent C's. And, my God, Lamella, that's exactly what he was. And do you know what? For all the decisions that have gone down against Spurs over the years, I absolutely loved that shithousery. I'm sure you did too, right? I mean, yes. That is the exact word I was going to say, is that look, we all love slash hate Lamella for many reasons, but it's for his shithousery that we literally love him, right? And this was like the most perfect setting for Lamella. He was just running, wrestling people in that box for starters. And when that happened, I mean, he dived down like an absolute dolphin. He was literally just collapsed, like being shot. And I mean, look, I know you're going to ask if I thought it was a red or not, and I don't, I don't, but I enjoyed it so much it was fucking fantastic I mean look so many decisions go against us and you know we deserve that decision and Lamella just fell and it was just so funny what a legend and I think everyone was just laughing their heads off weren't they because you know we really needed that I mean look Martial's a bit of a mug you don't hit someone around the face and I think everyone said it you don't do that but it was harsh as decisions go like you know it, it should have kind of been two yellows but I mean, look, whispers, and we fucking love Lamella for doing it. So, I mean, you can't complain, can you? <laughs> Good guys don't win, and that's the difference. Lamella got that, and he put in the shift that we all needed and, you know, changed that game. Do you know what, I tell you, that is, I think you just hit the nail on the head there. Good guys, they don't win. And, you know, I think Jamie from Daily Hotspur made the exact point, Lee, coming round to you, that this is exactly what Jose Mourinho spoke about in the documentary, wasn't it? You know, this is why teams under him, you know, they win trophies. He's won 20, Jose Mourinho, major trophies. Nice guys never win. And it is about, you know, when you go on the field, that intelligence, you know, having the understanding of what gets under an opponent, that was incredible from Lamella. I absolutely love him for it. And do you know what? He gets a lot of stick 
he polarises a lot of opinion in Lamella, but do you know what? He bloody works hard for this team. And I'm going to say that. He works so, so hard for this team. And what he lacks in ability, and my God, he does lack ability sometimes, he makes up for it in effort, doesn't he, Lee? Yeah, I mean, he, he definitely has massive amounts of effort. I think the thing is with Lamella, look, it's, it's skullduggery, it's shithousery, it's, you know, it's game management, it's game craft. You know, we, we have had that done to us. I think uh, Cracker said this at the beginning. We have had that done to us. How many times over the years? We've had that done to us so many times over the years. It's about time. Like you just said, you know, Joseph says nice guys never win. Well, I'm a really nice guy and I won The Apprentice. So I, I take a bit of, uh, I don't I don't totally believe him on that. But what I would say is that, you know, it is a time to get a skullduggery. Look, you just got to caveat a little bit with, he could have easily got a red card as well. I mean, if Martial's is a red, maybe Lamella's is a red as well. But... We got away with it, um, you know, with a, with a, the skullduggery, and uh, yeah, uh, and and Martial gets a red card. And, uh, I, again, I think everybody needs to remember as well that we were well on top, regardless of the ten men. You know, we were well on top. They couldn't get out. We could have scored. I think I, I, I think there was three major chances. Or he had a, a shot blocked. Um, I think there was a header uh, from Kane that he could have done a lot better with. Um, and there was another chance where uh, Son went through again, didn't he? Um, and then he, he fluffed his lines a little bit uh, with his touch. And all three of them opportunities came when there was 11 people on the pitch So uh, for Man United players. So, you know, it wasn't we, we didn't win 6-1 uh, today because of uh, 10 men. I think we were well on top anyway. But, you know, fair, fair play to Lamella. And again, I think with Lamella... It, you said about, you know, sometimes he lacks ability. I think he's got the ability. It's just his decision-making. It is so infuriating. If he could release that ball quicker into into the pass that he needs to, man alive, he could have some serious assists. But he just seems to hang on to the ball too long, Rick, doesn't he? He doesn't look up. He never no, looks mm, up. Yeah, yeah exactly. So he's, he does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. true. But he, like I say, what I will say on Lamella is, you know, for, for all of that, and we caveat that, you know, he does work so, so hard for the team. And I thought it was great the way Mourinho brought him off at half time because he knew he was just, he was waiting on a red card. He was absolutely waiting on a red card. And Rich, coming around to you, you know, after the game, Mourinho said, I didn't watch it for sure, Man United. They could have ended the game with eight players, which I think was very, very true because a few actions their way could have ended that, that same way. But I agree with Anthony Taylor not to because it could have been disastrous for them. Mourinho on the red card, you know, he actually makes that point again of saying that we were confident we were winning but of course it made it easier but the game was in our pocket he goes as far to say rich do you agree that do you reckon the red card would have massively changed that game or do you think it was only going one way no I've, i think it was just another now in the coffin of of the day for him i think we would we would have won that quite easily with with the 11 men to be honest but why take that chance why take that chance it's just in continental europe they call that clever play. In Britain, in England, uh, or apparently it's terrible, it's cheating, it's this, it's that. But it isn't. Everybody else calls it clever play. It's just, it's sucker punching, it's drawing something out, which Lamella's done. And do you know what? I don't remember too many people moaning when Michael Owen done it to Argentina in the World Cup to win a, win a penalty. All of a sudden, it was fantastic. Oh, that's clever. Yeah, like, you know, we, we're playing them at their own game. Brilliant. Well done. Then all of a sudden, it's become, oh, that's not very British, is it? Like, you know, and, and soon it's going on at half time. Oh, he would not stop, would he, about mumbling, it? He would not stop. Uh, mumbling his nonsense about it being a <laughs> Latin way and like, oh, just rubbish, like, you know. Yeah, what yeah. is he talking? It's just, it's just what you need to do. You have to do it, mm. you know. We've, we've gone, 
Lamella's full-on Cobra Kai, isn't he? To quote like the Karate Kid, isn't he? You know, it's like Jose's Jose before the game's gone to him. Like Eric, go out there, sweep the leg, sweep the leg. But he like, loves he has, it. He loves it, Crackers, doesn't he? He absolutely loves it. He, he does. He absolutely. Yeah. I love him for it. Yeah, I mean it they're the perfect just... duo, Mourinho and Lamella. They're just like born of the same breed. He loves it. They are. Yeah, mm. yeah. I, and and you have to do it. You have to do it. Yeah. Manu done it for years. Arsenal done it for years. So true. And they, they, they've all done it. They've all done it. Chelsea under Mourinho done it as well. And it's what you have to do because, you know, good guys only win in Hollywood movies when this, you know, apart from Amazon, but we ain't, but we ain't made Hollywood. Yeah. No. It's sim- yeah. Apart from Lee, of course, and, and the apprentice. <laughs> it's just like, you know, you want to make omelettes, you've got to crack eggs. I love and, it. And Lamella, he's just holding half a dozen. That's mate. fantastic. He's fantastic. Love it. Talia, let's come round to you because Harry Kane then scores for Tottenham in an absolute mad first half hour with four goals and a red card and a poor United pass is cut out. Son squares for Kane to score. But again, you know, this clinical finishing of Harry Kane, it's just quite incredible. And who said, Talia, that Harry Kane would not score goals in a Jose Mourinho team? Who could ever say a statement like that? Someone on drugs, I tell you that. I mean, <laughs> to say that is just stupid because they obviously don't know a bloody thing about Harry Kane. Think, you know, Harry Kane playing under a brick wall would still score goals. He's just such a ridiculous footballer. And I think, you know, this season or the last few games, he has just brought this extra level to his game. And I think as Spurs fans, we all knew how good he was at, you know, hold up play and going back and just doing bits and pieces. But I think this season and so far, because he's almost playing in that deeper role and he's getting these assists, all other people, you know, other fan bases are seeing just how good he is. And I think if you watch all the goals today, whether he scored them, assisted them or just did nothing, you can see a different side of his talent and his play. And he's just so good. The amount of times I've said in the last week or two weeks, oh my God, Harry Kane, or how much I love Harry Kane. It's just not normal. He's so bloody good. He's just the most complete, incredible striker. And we're so lucky to have him. And I think, you know, it's actually scary to think that if we continue to play like this and, you know, bring in Bale and Son and even Lucas and whoever behind him, he's going to score the most ridiculous numbers this season. And I absolutely hope he smashes the golden boot and, you know, we win and he just gets what he deserves because mm. we all know he wants to be at Spurs. He really does. Yeah. And, you know, we've all had the same conversation time and time again. And if we don't win, is he going to move on? And, yeah, he might. And, you know, this is the season. This is now. It's prime Harry Kane, prime Mourinho, prime Tottenham. We've just got to do it. Yeah, this is it. I totally agree. I totally agree with you. I say in that moment we saw United really the architects of their own downfall. Kane, Robin, Matic as the host tries to play out from the back and Son returning the favour to cross for the England captain as he mentioned to score that third. And Lee, we then saw Spurs go 4-1 up to Soko playing in Oria who found the unmarked Son to nutmeg De Gea, woeful defending and Spurs were flying, quite literally. Oria, ridiculous amount of space to cross for Son who finished from a cute angle and just on Son as we mentioned, back in the team, Back on the score sheet. What a return for him. He really is hitting all new heights right now. The combination between him and Kane is just quite absolutely insane. And then we saw Spurs go 5-1 up. And it was a beautiful goal for Spurs. Brilliant pass from Hoybier, which split the United 
defence apart for Aurea to run through and finish. The Ivorian screamed with delight as he celebrated. And like I say, Spurs 5-1 up at this point. And I think it's also worth saying on Sergio Aurea, you know, a real leader out there on the Old Trafford pitch. And he brought everything Mourinho had hoped and more. Mopped up everything behind the rampant and Dombele and got in the act as well with a brilliant ball which split United's defence apart. Defended superbly, topped it off with an assist for Son, then clinically finished his own goal for Spurs' fifth. Definitely, definitely one of Sergio Aurea's Best performances in a Tottenham shirt. He was immense. Yeah, I know. I've got to give a shout out to at Marco Jasp uh, because he said give a shout out to Oreo. And, and here's the shout out. I thought it was excellent today. Uh, I totally agree with you, Rick. Um, I thought, uh, you know, he could have had another goal as well. It was well saved. Um, he, he caused them no end of problems. He just, he looked assured. I don't I ever feel like it. He always has a, a moment in a game, doesn't he, where he's caught well out of position or whatever it might be. Um, but he, he he didn't feel like that today. And again, the competition for places, you know, not being funny. I think I said in the last pod that I, I would keep Aurier. I've, I've been one of his worst critics. But like, you know, we're eating quite a lot of our words, aren't we, on the, on the show. And I'm going to eat my own today as well. Like Crackers had a chomp on his and uh, Tally's had a chomp on hers. So I'm going to have a chomp on mine. And, you know, I said, you know, contract rebel, get him out of the club, you know, don't want to be or whatever. And actually, he did come out a few seasons ago, didn't he, and say, look, I've got no competition, what's the point? You know, uh, he just goes through the motions. Now he's got real competition for his place. And all of a sudden, he's putting in better performances. I think that he's he's probably played his best football under Jose Mourinho, um, if I'm honest. And today, I, I agree with you, Rick. I think that was his best performance today. Um, I love the fact when he gets into that space, as you say, it's acres of space. He scored a goal last season against Leicester City away at Leicester. Um, and in fact, I think he scored two, but one was a judge to be offside, you know, when, when Son had a toenail or hair offside or whatever it was and it didn't go in but I love the I love the way when Ori gets in that position he just steadies himself and he, he cuts the ball across it cuts across the ball and it just fires into the into the um into the bottom left hand side and it was a brilliant brilliant finish and uh yeah I mean we're in dreamland at this point aren't we we're just thinking hang, hang, how many can we score it's crazy, isn't it? I mean, crazy, it was, crazy, isn't it? It was absolutely crazy. And again, you know, we talk about players making a difference. And uh, I want to bring it on to this guy here. And only you're going to make your point in very, very soon. But Crackers, Pierre-Emile Hoybier, very, very early on, referee Anthony Taylor was saying loudly to the booming Hoybier, who was screaming for a foul, it's not going to change. However loudly you shout at me, I'm not going to give the decision. And that was kind of the epitome of just what Hoybier was like. And he was playing a lone DM role, which is a fairly new role for him, because at Southampton, he played him more of a double pivot role with Ward Prowse, and before that as an eight in a 4-3-3 with Romeo as a defensive mid, adaptedly seamlessly as a ball winner, directed most of the build-up, an assist for Aurea 2 that was absolutely top class and just in general what we're seeing now is Sissoko and Hoybier they've both been having an excellent understanding in being able to mop behind the rampant Ndombele and the Dane in particular is bringing everything Mourinho wanted from him and even more a real leader in the centre of the park and the Spurs players are all listening to him and they're actually all reacting and to be fair you know Sissoko alongside him dominant as well with Hoybier in the centre of the pitch United's attacks often struggle to get going because just how good Tottenham were in breaking them down so really the Dane absolutely shining and very very unlucky not to be named the man the match he was terrific Oh, he's he just and today he's been, he's been coming and coming and coming and today he is like that great conductor, isn't he, at the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra? You know, he just he just pulled the strings and like you say, he was contesting everything and he was screaming at everybody and 
that's just the type. Can you imagine what he's like in a dressing room when he gets in amongst the, And this is why nobody is, is shirking off now, because if you've got people like that around the training ground, around the dressing room, they're going to pull, they're going to pull you up. They're not going to allow you to sit back and coast, you know, and it's just, it's, it's the off ball stuff. It's the dressing room stuff. It's the training ground stuff. This all builds up all week, all week, all week, all week. And then you get to, to game day. And he's the type of person that's putting everybody around him in that mindset. You know, you could, you can see him in the dressing room, probably saying to everybody, be on it, be on it. Look, going around everybody. And that it's what you don't see. It's what you don't see off the pitch. It just drags everybody along. But today he was sterling. He was absolutely brilliant. Uh, he was. Uh, I mean, the Spurs put up the man and the match vote. The official Twitter account didn't even put him on there. You only have to see the amount of people that have absolutely laid into Spurs official. Twitter account, but they didn't put him in there. It was just like He's I mean, but, and by the way, man. Spurs Spurs official Twitter account this week has oh, been, been absolutely incredible. In flames, Who, isn't it? Whoever's so, whoever's got in there, Rich, in terms of the social media thing, they've really shook it up. If it has been, you know, someone new going there, because it's a completely different contrast to what we've normally seen. The bands is incredible. Ah, they've been they've been absolutely spot on, but maybe that's just a reflection of the confidence around the club at the moment. You know, it's just I mean, even even they found like their humour switch. It just seems to have been a real positive twist everywhere around the club. But you know, again, that will have an effect on players if they're seeing things like that and a confidence running through backroom staff uh, and that. This all helps. It's like any other workplace. You know, if you, well, I say workplace, I'm retired. What do I know about workplaces? But, um, but it is, you know, it, it's like, you know, if, if there's a feel good factor around any company, everybody tends to be and uh, give that little bit more and that little bit better. And uh, yeah, it just seems to be a lot of components coming together. Uh, and a confidence, long may it continue. Long, long may it continue. Completely agree with Crackers, completely agree with that. I mean, I thought he was absolutely outstanding. He was my man of the match as well. Uh, one of our own, Jamie from the Daily Hotspur, put a tweet out saying, who's your man of the match? Um, and I just simply replied, uh, P-E-H. And it got 600-odd hits and, like, for, I don't know, loads of retweets on it because loads of people agreed. That they, and like Cracker said, he wasn't even out on the, on the official man of the match piece. Um, he, he was absolutely superb today. He's got massive thighs, ain't he? He's got big legs, strong. You know what I mean? Like, it, I don't mean that weirdly, but when he was, he got smashed in in the um, with the studs down the back of his hamstring, almost. You could really see like the amount of power because he he really looked leggy against Everton and even against his old club Southampton, didn't he? A uh, couple of uh, uh, you know the first two games of the season, and was thinking, oh hello, if you you know your debut hasn't gone brilliantly and all that sort of stuff, but. I mean, fine, fine performance today. Like you mentioned, he's also got an assist as well. Uh, and Crackers, you mentioned about him shouting. I think that's the benefit of having no crowds at the moment as well. You can really see who's them leaders. He's 25. He's 25 years old, by the way. You know, he's not, he's not like, you know, come in, he's, he's had a full career, he's at his end of his game and, he, you know, he's coming in as a 30-year-old or 32-year-old. He's 25 years old. I could not agree more with you. I think everyone was saying at four, like, oh, another few would be nice. 
and then it's like we want five we want six and it, you know when you think about that first half and how many of those near chances we could have scored and you know we could have had four or five when we were actually at two and you just think oh you know we are really clinical at the moment but we need to just put away those extra chances and when it was at five six I mean you're laughing aren't you what last season we couldn't even win an away game for what how long it was mental and now you're going to Old Trafford somewhere we've struggled with for so long and you're scoring six I mean it's a credit to the whole team to Jose to everyone and just to like go off what the other guys said quickly I think Hoybier was great but I also think, you know, we've gone into quite a lot of detail about how good Kane was and Sonny and Enzombele and Hoybier. But Reguilon was wicked today. And that was his first Premier League game. He was, he and was he next was to my so... list. I'm so glad you brought him up, Taylor. Oh. Please carry on, carry on, carry on. I thought he just looked, I think I've tweeted me now, he looks like a naughty player. And I have to say, and this is a bit of a funny one, but in my house, the last few weeks, we have been saying like someone like Hoybier and Doherty, they look a bit like Mr. Average. And I just think the difference is some players take a while to settle into clubs. And I think today, like, Hoybier was unreal. He was 100% my man of the match as well. He just had, you know, he stemmed the flow of the game and it was great. And it fully has been under the radar. But someone like Regulon, well, he's a young boy. He's been at the club a couple of weeks. You know, he played in the week as his starter. But this is his first Premier League game. I know we all saw his, in, like, intro video and everything. And he just looks like he's been there for ages, doesn't he? His link-up was great. His passing, everyone. When we scored, he was jumping on the players. And I think... You look at that and you're like, wow, he's proper coys already. And it just makes you smile because he was so good. And also credit to Davis as well when he came on for the pen. He was wicked. And at first we thought that was Regulon because he was banging down the wing, like running so fast. And I think, you know, this is why we're all so excited because we look like a team and all of these players, you know, we're naming three, four players, but all 11, including the subs, put in a proper shift today. And we were a proper good side with the, you know, the result that we actually deserved. You're spot on. You, you really, really are. And Crackers, I want to follow on from that, actually, to give Regulon some credit, because whatever the question is about Tottenham's left-hand side, Regulon it does feel like he's the answer because I think he's going to be an absolutely terrific star, not just for Tottenham, but for the Premier League. Terrific talent, Light and Dombele, only 23. They're both only going to get better and better, aren't they, Rich? I'm just so excited. Just trying to calm down. We've got so much to be excited about about this first team, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, and it's like, it's lovely to be excited and he looked fantastic. As, as Talia said, he looks like he's been there years. He just come and slotted straight in and he gets it. He gets what playing down that left wing is. And, and Davis coming on for him. I mean, you know, he come on and done the same thing. I've never seen Davis do it. But it's obviously he's watched him and gone, well, oh, I better go and do the same, hadn't I, really? And done it so effectively. He was just, uh, yeah, he's, I, I'm telling you, he's just absolutely nailed it. I mean, he, he just looks so settled. He's going to be a huge, huge star. And he's really, really going to trouble defences with that pace down, down the flank there, down that left side. Yeah, fa fantastic. Really, really great. You, you would, honestly, you would think he's been there four or five years already and, you know, a Tottenham cockerel tattooed on his fire and all sorts like, you know, he just looks like he's he's a, one of us playing and absolutely loving it. Brilliant, brilliant today. So, so true. 
pace to burn, can defend as well as get forward. My God, what a player we've got on our hands. And Lee, just following there from what Talia said, we've got to talk about Ben Davis. Mm. He's turned into Roberto Carlos in these last couple of games. I mean, <laughs> what is going on with him? What is going on? I mean, ben to be Roberto, fair. Ben, ben Roberto Davis. I'll tell you what, I mean, uh, oh, when you say gentle Ben, this is, a, this is what, what Ben is this? This is just a attacking again, Ben. Just, I'm loving it. It's just, it's just Bendinho. Bendinho. Bendinho, nice. I love nice. it. I love it. Bendinho. <laughs> Bendino, superb. I think we've all covered it off, really. But it's that competition for places. The fire has been lit underneath them. And Jose's come in and he's picked out one, maybe two, of what we think are going to be superstars. And he's called them out. And he said, look, you ain't getting my team if you don't work hard. And he's done it with doing Dembele, seen the results. He's done it with Delhi, And we're going to see the results. I thought his cameo was, uh, was, was quite nice as well. We had the right attitude on him, for sure. And... Um, uh, no, just just to follow on and regular because he was in my thing as well. I've written down here marauding runs. What an engine, proper Spurs. I mean, it, again, uh, Talia and Crackers covered it off already with with him for for sure. But Ben Davis, he comes on and he thinks to himself, "Hang on a minute, I've been I've been like I've I've ousted Danny Rose out of the team. I've become like you know gentle Ben as you always call him, Rick, and you know, steady Ben or whatever." He's done quite well. Um, and then he's kind of waned a bit. And he's never really captured the imagination of everybody. So he's dependable. He's all right. But he's not. He's never been that Danny Rose marauding down the left. This uh, this young uh, Spanish guy comes in and just literally from you know, that tackle. I, 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 didn't, I didn't think it got picked up that well against Chelsea. When he literally ran about 50 yards to, to dispossess. I don't know what player it was. It reminded me of the Ledley King challenge on Robin all them years ago. Like he came from nowhere, dispossessed him in midfield and then took the ball off and started an attack. And he just thought, here we go. And again, he was like that. And then Davis thinks, right, what am I going to do here? Am I going to sit here like a, like a shrinking violet or am I going to get involved? And he wants to get involved because he knows that something's happening here at Tottenham. He's got Gareth Bauer sitting there, his mate from Wales, going, come on, Ben, let's get involved. So he does. Obviously, he was brought down uh, for the for the penalty. It was again a stonewall penalty. I mean, you got somebody who's worth ninety odd million just doing that in a box. It's utterly ridiculous in terms of Pogba. But again, done really well. And and his crossing as well. He's, he's got some good crosses on them when when he gets into them positions. We just we just don't see him that often in in the final third of the pitch, do we? And again, look. To be fair, maybe that is a Mourinho thing. But the shackles are off, and bloody hell, am I loving it? Harry Kane burying that penalty for Tottenham. That's now 11 goals in Spurs' first two Premier League away games of the season. They seem to really fix that issue now in terms of playing away. I think that's absolutely key. And then Jose Mourinho after the game said, I told the players before the game that a good result was Tottenham to win. That is the mentality we need to have. Then Mourinho went on to say, this season, Mr Levy and the structure he's given us as a squad has improved. In the first press conference, I said the objective was to win every match. Of course, that's not possible, but we have to aim for it. Talia, if I was to tell you now Spurs, you know, I've just got up to Old Trafford, smashed them 6-1, Bale is back, we've gone and got the left back, we've gone and got the right back, we've gone and got the central defensive midfielder, we may, we're recording on deadline day here for some of you guys out there, we may even go and get a centre back. Where can we go, Talia? Tell me, where can we go? This is, you know, what we all kind of dreamed of and what we've all been longing for for such a long time. But then I'm not surprised because, you know, for Levy to bring in Mourinho, what, 12 hours after getting rid of Poch, he was never going to not back him. And we always knew that Mourinho was going to demand certain characters and certain players to be part of his squad. And, you know, Levy's gone and done that. He's got the business done. He's put them in the dressing room. And, you know, Mourinho's managed to so quickly kind of incorporate them and get us going. So... 
it's surprising, but it's not. And I just think more than like surprise, it's just exciting because we've all kind of jumped on your crazy train. We've all been excited and we are excited. But I think it, it was surprising for us, which is kind of a shame is that it's Tottenham and we're so kind of used to having mediocre transfer windows or not spending money or, you know, worrying about our net spend. That when we have these kind of players and we're being linked to Bale, we're all like, no, no, you know, we've seen it before. It's not going to happen. And to have these things actually going our way and actually coming through and still keeping this spending at 63 million or whatever the hell it is, it just makes sense. And it's such clever business. And it's obviously shown through on the pitch because, you know, they're not random players. They're the players that we need. And it's just great. Like, it's not a surprise. It just makes me excited. And I think that we're going down the right window. And hopefully today we can get, you know, our last player over the line. Fingers mm. crossed. That is just like the tiny bit of missing from the masterclass. But I think yep. for the first time in a long time, or since I can actually probably remember, we have a squad, not a team, an actual squad, that we would never be able to make eight changes last season so and have a, so a squad that can compete. Yep. You know, when you have two games Spots every three on. days, we will be like, oh my God, we can't. And our B team was terrible in having our youngsters and the academy players. And yeah, like, and Kudu coming on. Do you know what I mean? Or, yeah, you've got your friends. You know, you know, like, I forgot about those days. Battered Newcastle. We beat Chelsea. We beat Manchester Haifa. And we've absolutely annihilated United. And Taylor, your point is absolutely spot on for me because when could we have done that in previous times with a squad? And here's the thing. Now now we're praising Davis, right? Because, you know, these since these rivals come in, Davis has been excellent. Aurier's been excellent. Dumbello's been excellent. We talked about, you know, since all these new arrivals are coming. If, if for example, the next guy, like, there was a few murmurings, like, oh, no, Lo Celso's not there. So Lo Celso's not there. But after today's game, if Lo Celso has to drop out for, for, for a game, you're not going to be that worried, are you? Because you, okay. you know that we've just battered six uh, United by six. And again, it's the same with Lo Celso coming back. And then Delhi drops in. Um, instead of Ndombele, for example, or Ndombele drops out and, you know, Wink, Winks comes back in with a Hoiberg, you know, double pivot rather than a single pivot. Decent squad depth. Decent yeah, and you're, not, you're just not worried time. now, are you? You're not worried. Now, oh, man, uh, Doherty can't, is not working properly. Oh, that's right, we've got Ori. Exactly. Yes, this is freaking amazing. Like, oh, hang on a minute. Uh, hang on a minute. Oh, Sonza. Oh, such a blow. Yeah, but we got Stephen Burt. Was it Stephen... Uh, what's Bird your dad calling crap? Hello, Vine. Stephen Bodkins. Stephen Bodkins. We've got Stephen Bodkins coming. Oh, we've got Lucas to come in. Oh, hello. Hang on a minute. I if you said this. Oh, hello. We've got Gareth Bale to come in. I mean, we've got Bale to come into that side. Yeah. Is anybody serious? Carlos also. Carlos is coming. Vinicius is coming as well. There you go. Vinicius. There you go. Good old Vinny coming in. Big Vinny's got to come in. He's got to come to the side. I mean, it's just mental. Absolutely mental. On the Mourinho point, um, I mean, if you're not giving him credit, then you have to be, you're, you're just being churlish. You're being childish and churlish. I didn't, I didn't like him. I was very anti him coming in, but I don't have to like him. He don't, he, he don't know me from Adam. So, like, what does he care if I like him or not? I don't have to like him as a person well, or he, anything. He will be on your but... Legends Nights at some point, Crackers. Oh, yeah, well, how great would that be? Can you imagine? <laughs> there you are, introducing the quadruple winner at Tottenham. Oh, man, I, I, I love that. Absolutely love that. Great, man. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? But, yeah, you got you have to give him credit. He's come in and he's done the business. But also, in the same bracket, 
is Daniel Levy and the board. And, you know, how much stick have they had? And you have to say this window, fantastic. I think Daniel Levy's a, a disciple of Warren Buffett, the economist, because he's the man that said it's only when the tide goes out you see you swimming with no shorts on. Well, given given COVID at the moment and the way the tide's well and truly gone out, Daniel's gone out and gone, right, same as Warren Buffett, right, I'm going out and I'm spending because now is the time. And he's brought all those players in for £63 million. This time last year, you could have put a one on the front of that. It would have been £163 million. So he's picked his totally time. Agree. He's He's held his purse, he's held his wallet, and he's gone, right, now, now's the time I can bring in all this quality for £63 million. And then, like, obviously the wages and that, but the wages you'd have, you'd have anyway. So he's gone out there because this is the time when that type of investor goes out and does it. So fair play to him, fair play to Jose, who's just who's pulling up trees and doing the business with Delhi. Oh man, who knows? Who knows? I think Delhi's got some growing up to do, and I think that's what Jose's seen. I think he's seen somebody that's, you know, on the cusp of being world-class, being brilliant in the England squad. And I think he sees him as still being a little bit naive, a little bit a little bit silly on, on, on a personal level. I mean, this Steve Hitchin touched on it in the Amazon documentary when he was saying that they... The club also goes and looks at players' families and yeah. their backgrounds Key and point. what type of families Spot they're on. coming from. Mm-hmm. And you know, De- Delhi, bless him, he hasn't—he has not come from that type of family. You know, we all know we don't need to go into it. Delhi's not had much of a of a stable family. You know, he hasn't come from two point four children in the suburbs. He's had a tough old start. So, um, you know, and he's had all this thrust upon him. Maybe he's not got the maturity to to deal with that. Maybe Jose's trying to teach him a little bit of tough love of, come on, son, you need to step up. You need to be getting in training twice a day, three times a day. Like like Ronaldo. Ronaldo's still training three times a day. He's 34 years old. It it wouldn't matter if he pulled the ripcord now and Mm. and made the weight that I used to be up near 30 stone. What does it it matter? He's done it, like, you know? So... But he's still got that burning desire. And I think Jose's trying to get Delhi to go down that same path. And Delhi seems to be at crossroads now. An absolute crossroads of which way he goes. So I hope, I hope he he does take the right path because he does if he does, there's another player in our squad who can who can really do bits. Right, we're gonna end it on three questions. We're gonna end it on three questions. I've promised listeners we're gonna try and shorten down these shows, but it is difficult. So let's end it on three questions. Let's start with you, Talia. So, this is from Justin Coda at JJ Coda. Now, we're recording on deadline day, as I say, when you're listening to this show. So, please forgive us if we haven't got the centre-back over the line. But if we do get the centre-back over the line, Talia, if it even makes a difference to your thoughts on this, where could Tottenham finish this season? I'm going to be fair to you. You can give us a head and a heart one, so therefore you can kind of give us two of your predictions. Go on, go go for it. Um, I think... It would be great to get a centre-back in. I think we've done wicked business, and I've seen a lot of people say, you know, this window, if you had to rate it at the moment, it's like an eight and a half or it's a nine, and if we get a centre-back over the nine, it's a ten. 
Um, so I think, of course, it's going to help. And I think all of us touched on that earlier that we need another figure in there for Sanchez and Dyer and whatever to kind of build up that back line. So it will definitely improve us. But is it essential, essential? I mean, not as essential as getting in that second striker or getting in the players that we have done. So I think you know that's why we can chill a little bit if it doesn't happen then, you know, January or whatever, have another go. But, of course, we'd all like to see it happen. Table finishing. It's difficult because we haven't seen, like, Bale and that come in the line. If we're going on today, I mean, 100% we're going to challenge. And I think that is the the heart answer, of course. We're all seeing this amazing transformation. We're part of it. It's going to good places. And that's why Marino is brought in. So, I think I would like to say we're going to finish second. Third, third. 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 You, know, you went second. Eh? You went second, third. Yeah, I know. It's because I was going to... The thing is, though, when you look at the results this weekend and the crazy. table, we've what just the seen fuck a- is we've, happening? We've just seen Aston Villa absolutely destroy Liverpool. Exactly. And when you look at that and you think, oh, Leicester are beating City, but then Leicester are getting thrashed like a few days later. And you're like, there's no consistency. So no. I think it's so difficult to be able to predict it. But I think, you know, City look a mess. And I think the business they've done isn't very good. Liverpool are nowhere near going to have the season that they had. So then you kind of think, well, who's going to dominate? At the moment, it looks like bloody Everton. Mm. And so why can't Spurs like be that so club, true. if that makes sense? Yeah. We always get written off. So I think look, top four is not an option. We have to get top four Stop. and we have to win one of the cups. And I, you know, I think that that will happen. So my answer is three. I think we're going to finish third. But if we play like we did today, get the ball rolling, keep the confidence, keep this Mourinho winning team, second is the answer. I don't think we're going to win the league because we're not quite there. But second is optimistic. Third is my honest guess. And if that happens, come back at the end of the season and I want a prize. <laughs> oh, brilliant. We'll try my lap if you tell it, honestly. Well, we're coming around to you before the end. Right, let's go over to Crackers. Before we do, actually, I want to answer this question from um, Dillian DeAndrea, who says, if Spurs signed Skrinra, would Tottenham jump above Man City as Liverpool's biggest threat for the league title? I would say to you, Dylan, for me, I still think even with Skrinra coming in, if we do do it today, I still think, you know, this squad, it's still only been put together recently. Anything's achievable. Jose Mourinho is the manager. But I actually agree with Talia that at the moment, I reckon Spurs, you know, I'd love to sit and say we can win the league. Of course, listen, anything can happen. But I think second is still, we could still do that. And that's an incredible thing to, you know, to still finish second. Oh, listen, I want to say we're going to win the title. Of course, I want to say that. But um, I think as a squad, we've still got some learning to do, some growing up to do. But today was a massive historical moment to hopefully get us on the right path to that. Crackers. This is from Jack Soccerball, 100 points simple. My God, what a Twitter handle that is. He says, are we <laughs> genuinely title contenders if we keep this form up like results like today? Yes, 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 we can win it. I don't, I'm not interested in second, third, <laughs> we can win it. That's head and heart. Your heart always tells you you can win it. You're not a football fan if in your heart at the start of the season, whether you're Liverpool or Tranmere or whoever, you always dream of winning it. Your heart always tells you that, that, that you can you can win it. But now you can back it up with your head. You can, you can rationalise it. Squad, tell me about a squad in the league now. No one. No one. We're, we're as good Not as with that anybody. Front Not with that front free. My God. No, exactly. Good as Liverpool. Good as Man City. Good mm. as better than Man U. Good as Chelsea. Da, da, da. So the squad's there, okay? Jose Mourinho, been there, done it, won it. So he has 
he's he's done it. He you're selling it, it to me, Cracky. You are selling it to ability. me. He has the ability. he's got the ability to steer the ship through through the icebergs. He he, he absolutely has it in him. Now we've got somebody like Harry Kane up front, Gareth Bell coming in, who's who's been there, done it, won it. People like Hoiberg, who look like leaders. So there is absolutely Hugo Lloris in goal, World Cup winning captain, been there, <laughs> done it. That we have won got it. so many people that have been there and done it. Yeah. Leicester done it. Why not us? I love Why it. not us? And I, I, I genuinely believe we can do it. We have got it in our locker to do it. I think you need a little bit of luck. Yep. I think you need a few little things going your way as well. But honestly, why not? I, I think that we can do it this season. Tally's just had an upgrade of prediction now after you crackers. Go on, Tally, what were you going to say there? You're going to change I your mind now. Say, uh, uh, my, like, our honest, like, competitive opponent is bloody VAR. That is why we won't be able to do it. We're Correct. talking about City, Liverpool. It's decisions like Newcastle that will stop stuff like that. And we always mm. seem to be that team that are so unlucky. And that is the last piece. And I know none of us can control it. But you know, you always see teams that get those last minute goals or like the ball just falls to their feet. And you watch and you're like, that doesn't happen to Spurs. No. And if that happens, our VAR is on our side then it is ours. But at the moment, I just think VAR hates us too much. And that's not even like a blame. It's like a reality. And I think that's the only like small pinch why everyone's a bit annoyed because you think if that wouldn't have happened last week, we're second. We've got the highest goal difference. We're balling. But anything like that, it's just frustrating. I love it. Crackers, can I ask you, was your prediction with or without VAR involved? (laughs) With with VAR as well, because... Crackers, you're mad. He is crackers. Take the Newcastle game. On another day, we're three or four nil up. You know, and then that that decision doesn't... Exactly. That decision doesn't make a lick of difference in the grand scheme of things. Mm. So we just put away our chances. If we can, we can go and get two or three nil up. And then if you get one of these crazy VAR decisions... It's it's not marrying. It, it it doesn't matter. So just play your game, take your chances, get yourself two or three up, and give yourself a cushion for the crazy VAR uh, reviews and uh, and things that don't don't go our way. Who's going to want to play us at the moment? So true. I mean, that's We're a just, great point. Like, yeah. Nobody. The fear factor of playing us. Can you imagine mm. that, that coming up against us? Especially when like the likes of Bow gets out there as well and, and finds his fitness and finds his feet again. Yeah. And uh, who wants to be a defender against Kane and Son? You're not going <laughs> to sleep the night before. Honestly, we, we can do it. We're far... I, I tell you what, give everybody a gold star in every game we've far from now on. And we're still going to do it. We're going to do it. Oh, Rich, I absolutely love you. I absolutely love you. They're gonna, listen, Rich and, Rich and Tanya will be back on the show many, many times this season. So you haven't got to worry about that. You're going to hear a lot from them. Hopefully they won't be made to eat their words and they're right. Lee, to close the show with you, um, at, before actually uh, I read this question out to you very quickly, Andrew Felder says to me, is there any room for Gareth Bell even in this squad? <laughs> that's what well, tells you what's going on with Tottenham at the moment. <laughs> it's just crazy, isn't it? It is just crazy. But Alfie at THFC Defoe, closing the show, Alfie, this question here. He says, how far can we go this season in the Premier League and other competitions? League finishes up for us in a couple of minutes. What's achievable? Mm. Go for it. I think we can go and challenge. I, do I think we'll win the league? I think it's going to be very, very tough. I do think we'll win two trophies. 
I, I think the I think the parallels between what we've got here and what Jose did at Manchester United when he finished second and we and he won the League Cup and the uh, and the Europa League. I think that's what we're going to do. That's my expectation. I think we can do it. I think we've got the experience in, in this squad, in the heart of this squad, of losing the Champions League final. Um, I think we've got the experience of being runners-up twice in, in the last five years of the Premier League. Um, although we finished third against the Leicester side, you know where I mean, because it was dire um, at the last Newcastle. But, you know, it was our title against Leicester and we, and we blew it. And it was our title against Chelsea and we blew it. You know, Chelsea also had, they didn't, under Conte, when, when they beat us to the title in 16-17, they didn't, they didn't win a game of football in, in the whole month of September. And I think the last game they played in September, they got battered by Arsenal 3-0. And Conte changed to a three at the back and they went on a, a, an unbelievable run. They went on a 13-game run where they just won every single Premier League game, 13 games. And ironically, it was two Delhi, uh, Delhi Alley headers that actually broke that run. Um, in the new year um, for, for Chelsea, but they still won and beat us by seven points. We've now got the pain and the process and the experience to go on and win stuff and everything that just crackers and Talia said, and you've said as well, serial winner, 20 trophies, the mentality, everything is built there, everything is there. I do think if we're going to really challenge, we need to sign Skunra. We really do. We need to sign him. Again, that will be another area where all the other centre-backs will be looking over their shoulders thinking, shit, we've got this geezer coming in now as well. Just like Davies has done, just like Aurier's done, just like everyone else has done. And then you add the stardust, the, the absolute unbelievableness of Gareth Bale coming into the side. I mean, it's just ridiculous. What I would leave you with is with this, I think it was Alfie when it asked the question. Can this Tottenham team of what you've seen today with this squad, we've got uh, Juan Foyf going out on loan um, uh, this morning, didn't he? It was confirmed and uh, Cessnon's probably going out on loan to a couple of other people going out, Danny Rose, whatever. Can this Tottenham Hotspur squad with the uh, and Jose Mourinho and that staff, can they get 90 points in the league this year? Because if they get 90 points, they'd probably win the league. If, can they get around 85, 86, 80, 70 points? It, it's going to have to be a record for Tottenham Hotspur to win the league because the record's 86 points, right? And the Pochettino. So, you know, can, can we do it? That would be the question that I would ask. I think, personally, an absolute victory would be to win silverware. And, and I think it's it's virtually nailed on. I'm going to say that. And I don't care if I'm wrong. I'm going to say that. I think it's virtually nailed on with Jose being our manager that we're going to win a trophy. And I think we'll win two. And I think if we get top two two cups, let's be greedy. You know, it's like buses in it, right? We ain't won one for like 12 years and then two come along at once. But if we get, like Talia says, top three or top two, like Cracker says, and two two trophies, that would be absolutely outstanding. And I think of absolute full confidence that we've got. And I'll leave it on that word, confidence, because that's what it's all about. The mentality's there, the squad's there, and now we're confident. We are now going back into games. Correct me if I'm wrong, all listeners now, we are now going into games thinking, we can win this. And we haven't had that for about 18 months. And that is massively critical. So, yeah, I think we can... Ah, fuck it. I think we can go all the way. Let's get the bus. It won't be the train. It'll be the open top bus, baby. I love it. Fantastic. Listen. You're only allowed six people, though. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's unfo- unfortunately, <laughs> that'd be proper Tottenham, wouldn't it? Like, well, it we we scooped a lot of no one can celebrate it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Bless us. I'm going to say yeah. massive, massive thank you. Crackers, lovely to have you back. You'll be on throughout the season as well, I'm sure, enjoying this crazy ride with us. Crackers, what have we just watched uh, today? Unbelievable, wasn't it. it? I loved it. Loved it. Loved today. Loved being on the show. Loved oh, talking no, about no. it. Catching up with you, Rick, Talia oh. and Lee. Been brilliant. Absolutely loved it. Hey, 
and eight. I want eight against West Ham next week. We've had five, <laughs> six, seven. Let's go full steps concert and get eight. Five, six, seven, eight. I love eight it. Sam. Come on! I love it. Richard Cracknell seeing us off there. Love it. Just the eight against West Ham to come. No pressure at all on the squad. Jose's already got his tactics ball ready. I've got to also say a massive thank you to the wonderful Talia Corum back on the last one on Spurs with a bang. Talia, thank you ever so much. Always a pleasure to have you on. You'll be back as well like Crackers throughout the season. Absolute pleasure as always. And I think I just retweeted your tweet and I just said... What a week, what a game, what a pod and what a panel. So always a oh, pleasure and I'm buzzing for people to listen. It's going to be absolute flame. And Mr. Lee McQueen, the man who's been on the marathon Mate, run of the podcast, we have, we've kept we going, it, we've fighting, we've, we've, we've done, it. We've done we've it. We've kept going, haven't we? It's been amazing. Thank you so much. What a show. It's been, it's been, it's, it's been superb. I mean, what an absolute pleasure to be with Talia and, and Crackers on the show. It's so, yeah. so awesome. So upbeat. I saw some of the tweets before, so I'll make sure it's an upbeat show. Um, hello, how can it not be an upbeat show? Of course that. it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely superb. Apologies for the show, I mean, Lim. I mean, that's one thing we are trying to try and get it down, but it's just so hard at the moment. The, the content it is, it is, is so People difficult. are loving it, mate. The content's loving it, mate. It's going off the charts, mate. <laughs> Second in the charts. I mean, what's the matter with an extra 10 minutes? What I would say... Or 10 hours is, the way it's um, going here. 10, I know. What I would say is... Uh, you know, we've got an international break now, Rick. What yeah. are we going to do with ourselves? We'll have to put preparing some content for when we get back. But you, you work your absolute... I mean, guys and, and listeners, I can't tell you how much this fellow works. It is absolutely <laughs> ridiculous, the attention to detail. And we, we can do any of it without Rick. Oh, so, mate, mate. You're, you're, you're a freaking superstar. Oh, and, I, and I am literally loving the crazy <laughs> train, man. Absolutely loving it. And, all uh, about the team. Brother Lee. Brother Lee. <laughs> all about the team. All about the wonderful team. We've got the wonderful guest that come on listen we are going to be back during the international break we've got some absolute cracking shows to bring you don't ask me how we've done it but we have done it take some time go back and enjoy this win go and watch the goals again then listen to this show again if you've got the time keep the faith keep the spirit and as always come on you mighty spurs Dwi'n golchi fy nwylo i ddiogelu fy nheulu. Dwi'n gwisgo gorchydd wyneb i ddiogelu fy ffrindiau. Dwi'n cadw pellter i ddiogelu fy nheudweithwyr. Dwi'lo. Wyneb. Pellter. Dwi'n golchi fy nwylo ddiogelu pobl ddieithr. Dwi'n gwisgo golchydd gwyneb i ddiogelu teithwyr eraill. Dwi'n cadw pellter i dy ddiogelu di. Dwi'lo. Wyneb. Pellter. Wrth ni dreulio mwy a amser dan do, mae angen i ni wneud beth bynnag gallwn ni helpu diogelu yn gilydd. Felly, plîs, golchych eich dwylo, gorchuddiwch eich wyneb, cadwch eich pellter. Hello, I'm Gabby Roslin, here to tell you all about that Gabby Roslin podcast, purely and simply about fun and laughter and with fantastic guests. Do you want to hear Dame Judi Dench and her daughter talking about sea otters? Yes, we've seen them do it together and they lie on their back and one does link arms one goes to sleep. I think you should know that we're acting out the sea water. <laughs> How about Robbie Williams telling me all about the time he fell down a manhole? I was out jogging and I all of a sudden found myself underground. <laughs> then somebody went, hey, you all right? And I went, yeah, how are you? <laughs> out now. And I'm very excited. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 